Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. It's now a Wednesday, middle of the week. The weeks just seem to go by so fast these days. As we're running headlong into fall, you know, I kind of like fall. My two favorite seasons are summer and fall. Winter, ever since I moved to Oklahoma, definitely not. Spring used to be one of my favorite seasons until I moved to Oklahoma and dealt with the tornadoes. Now, not so much. To me, spring is just something to get through until I get to North Texas RPG Con, which is the way it goes. I really don't have much today, but let's see what I can come up with. Okay, here's one. Think about this for adventure creation. And this is something you really can't create so much as it happens at the table, but you can make note of it. This is why I should always have either a sticky note or some kind of pad to write on. When you're behind the screen, advice I wish I would learn to do. I'm usually juggling papers, but I do make an attempt at it. What I'm talking about is running gags. Running gags will happen. It happens in the movies. They write them into scripts and comedy scripts, things like that. TV shows, sitcoms, whatever. And I think running gags would be fun. But like I said, that's not something I want to plan. I just want it to happen as a course of the game. Because nobody can do this better than the players. And I've seen a few things in my time as game master and as player where you go aha i can use this so basically what you want to do is if you have something that happens that's memorable to the players an npc or a situation or something that happens and it just happens it goes off what i mean is you know it happens and then we continue with the story but you start thinking about it write it down Write it down for future plot considerations. I've got something right now that I've written down for my Astonishing Swordsman game. And I'm not going to say it here because my players listen. So, But it's going to come back. And sometimes it'll help the players. Sometimes it'll bite them right in the butt. And you, they never know. You never know. And those kind of things are like manna from heaven. Because you can do so much with things like that. It's like when players suggest courses of events, courses of action, and you can extrapolate off of that. It's nice to have facts and something you've already plotted and prepped for, but nothing beats some character getting obsessed with a certain NPC you thought nothing of or a situation that you didn't know was going to happen. And you can just either, you can run with it, but make a note of it. Make a note of it, too. Because there's not only running gags, but there's what you call callbacks to it. It happens at the table all the time. Somebody's always referring something else happened in another game or something like that. But you can do callbacks in-game. And I wish I could get a little more specific about this. But like I said, I'm a little worried about my players listening to this. So... But I think you understand if you write it down and then afterwards when you examine your notes, you could probably find a place to slot it in in the adventure. And it, it doesn't matter if you, you wrote the adventure or you're using a module. Those kind of things are role-playing 
little nuggets of gold. And if it leads into some kind of encounter, even better. Even better. I had, I ran, I was playing in a Champions game, and I had a character called Dire Wolf, who was kind of a quasi, he was kind of a combination of Captain America and Green Lantern, because he had his mystic wolf ring that was given to him for the Priest of the White Wolf, who was all that is good and noble in the universe. And he basically would use it. It was a mystical artifact. He could do things with it. But he was a normal kind of really fit guy like Captain America. And he had a rifle, but it shot high-velocity rubber bullets. He had a net, and he had this ring. And the ring worked. And I always joked when we were playing our we were playing champions, oh, there because there's an organization called Demon in champions about and it's, they're all about this evil organization collecting magical artifacts and things like that there's also this villain called dark seraph is that who is actually a he's actually a demon come to earth and he wreaks havoc and things like that and i always joke oh they're gonna get together yeah this is oh you know what happens uh let me guess demon and dark seraph are working together i always joked about that until one scenario they we were we were doing something we were in the danger room or we were outside the whole team was outside and demon agents show up and then poof dark seraph comes in in the in the middle of it and he flies right up to me and says i want that ring holy moly talk about a callback and man that was one of the more memorable fights encounters we ever had in champions it was it was just beautiful it, and it's all because i kept you know making a remark all the time you know see the thing is with 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 gms is be careful what you ask for because you may get it and you may not be able to handle it so it it's the whole it's the whole thing about like wishes and things like that too but anyway think about it Running gags, callbacks, they are your some of your best tools. I'm also thinking about my place in the OSR. This is going to get a little self-indulgent because I've been sitting here doing a little navel-gazing. And I, what I do, I think I do well, and I'm happy to do it when I can do it, I'm just ta not talking about this podcast, but the videos, the reviews, things like that. And I'm a reviewer, pretty much. I get the stuff, I read through it, give you my opinion. I never give a bad review. I don't give a bad review because I always think that there's something, in any book anybody sends me, there's something in there that you can use. Even if it's not much, there is something in there. I may say, well, it may not be all that, you know, for you and stuff, but this thing is really neat. That kind of thing. Because I always try and put, see the positive in it. And there are books that I don't review because I'm just not interested. And I think if I can't give it my all, if I can't give, you know, give 100% to the, pro the product I've sent, I'm doing a disservice to the publisher you guys and me, especially you guys, because I need to give you my honest opinion of these things. Life is too short to do bad reviews. 
That's my opinion. But I, th- I, I'm a, I appreciate what I do. I mean, I appreciate have, helping out the OSR and things like that. But I'm just, I don't know. I don't feel like much of a. I'm I'm sort of like the guy standing on the side watching, or looking inside the fishbowl or whatever. I'm always kind of on the outside of it, and. I heard something recently that was interesting. They said someone said about something else. I think it was movies. It was they said entertainment does not need critics. And I thought about that, and they're kind of right. I mean, for for instance, I'm a film buff, and I think the world. I thought the world of Roger Ebert. I thought he was. He was one, probably the best film critic I've ever, I've ever read or watched or something like that. You may your mileage may vary on that, but as far as film critics go, him and Leonard Maltin I thought were the two best out there. But then I thought, you know, they don't need him either. Word of mouth will sink or or float a movie. And it's the same thing with role-playing games. Uh, my job is kind of peripheral, if you think about it. It's just, it's just there to give you my opinion, because their logic, the logic in this, the, the article I was reading was everybody should make their own opinion of something, whether they're going to like it or not. And if you're a critic, your opinion only goes so far, if if at all. There are people out there who watch critics or listen to critics, and whatever they say is bad, they go see. Whatever they say is good, they don't. They avoid it like the plague, because they're just a one eighty. I mean, there are times when I've disagreed with Roger Ebert too. So, <laughs> but I still loved his input because most of the time we lined up, and I respected his difference. Anyway, but that's that's the whole point. I just I just feel kind of peripherally involved with the whole because I don't produce anything other. I mean, I produce reviews, I produce YouTube videos, I produce this, but I don't produce anything for the hobby, other than my opinion, and I'm thankful that it carries some weight. I've had people write me on YouTube. I've had people send me emails. I've had people send me comments on this show saying how much it it is interesting to to listen to and just how how much I kind of influence their buying of a certain product because I guess I'm. I guess my tastes line up with a lot of people out there, and I thank them for it. I I love getting criticism. I love getting compliments like that, and you know. And I'm not just in for the compliment stuff. I mean, I really do want to review a product and tell you my opinion. And I also want to give you GM advice, like I do on here, and like I do on the original Old Man Grognard series on YouTube, or anywhere else, because I feel like I've been doing this off and on for 30 years. I got something to say about it. And if you guys can get any kind of use out of it, go ahead. Anyway, that's my two cents. And I'm going to go start my day now. So if you want to comment on this or anything else that I've talked about or or anything like that, go ahead and drop me a voicemail at Anchor or drop me an email at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. And we are... We are... 
<laughs> we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this show, and that would be appreciated. So until we see each other next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.